and someone has a dog and the dog sees you and the dog wants to come up to you and say hello and the owner goes, leave it. And you can't help. to the Kelly Slusher Show with your host, Kelly Slusher. Hi, it's Debbie Nancy. I make the best cheese pineapple boats that you have ever tasted. When I went to the clubhouse, I brought the cheese boat. I walked away and I was having conversations and I hear someone say, Oh my word. This is the most tasty thing I have ever had. Who brought this pineapple dish? And I raised my hand. That is I, cheese pineapple boat. And I got it from a Buddy Crocker recipe from 1978. It was a hit. When I got back to the table, it was gone. It was absolutely all gone. Hello, everybody. It's Kelly Slusher. And that sketch is called Cheese Pineapple Boats. And it is about... Obviously, I don't have to tell you what it's about, but well, it's the inspiration is my character, Debbie Nancy, and she's really funny. And I have her other sketches in my, the, I think it's episode nine, no, episode eight and episode nine. Anyway, Debbie Nancy is funny, and that whole sketch is, it is inspired by looking at my mom's like 70s and the 80s, 90s Betty Crocker cookbooks. And some of the recipes were just so silly. And then, believe it or not, the 90s ones still had some of the 70s kind of feel to their, like in the early 90s. And all through the 80s, there's just some of these recipes that are just, but the 70s, I would say, were the best. So I found that cheese pineapple bow, and it's like this, you know, it's an actual pineapple, and you, you know, you hollow it out, and then you just, you take all the contents, you mix it up with some nuts and some look like some kind of cream and then you stick like like whole grapes in there and anyway you put it back in and sprinkle some like cream on top of it yeah anyway that is inspired by that and I wanted to play that as a follow-up play it as a follow-up um so have you ever been on a, a walk walk a walk on upon a sidewalk you're just walking or you're on, like on a bike trail or bike trail you're on a trail you know you're just walking and someone has a dog and the dog sees you and the dog wants to come up to you and say hello and the owner goes leave it leave it and you can't help but just think I'm not an it why can't you I, I get it I'm not a dog owner never actually owned a dog but my parents did as a kid but I never have been a dog owner so and the reason is because I know it's it's a handful you better have the ability to train your dog you better have a good place for it and I've just been a traveler and I've done all kind you know I don't really I don't stay in places for very long and um, I hoped that that changes in the future I'm you know I'd like to settle down but um I'm not a cat person, but anyway, but understanding that I have had friends who have dogs and they've had to train them and you literally have to say these things. I get it. I get that. 
but there needs to be a saying that they train them when it's in person because it's just leave it and it's so condescending and maybe the owners aren't trying to be condescending but I'm like you are completely not acknowledging that I am a human being and your dog wants to come say hello. Now, if it was an attack dog, leave it. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, leave it, please. <laughs> but anyway, um, hmm. And if you are enjoying this podcast and you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and do that rate thing with those buttons that you push. That'd be awesome. Help me to grow this. Thank you so much. And let's play another sketch that I made. Sometimes when I'm alone at night, I just like to pick up the mirror and I like to stare at myself. And I like to say, why? Why? Why did I buy that detergent? It just smells like toxic waste. And then sometimes when I'm lying in bed, and I'm reflecting on the day. All I can think about, I know my cornbread was dry at dinner, but that's my grandma's recipe. What are people thinking about me? And sometimes at night when I'm alone and I'm gazing in the mirror, I think to myself, why were there seven muffins left out of the 12 that I dropped off at the office? I just can't take it. I need their approval. And sometimes at night, when I'm alone and I'm gazing in the mirror, I think to myself, Oh, come on. Come on, Cheryl. You know that's my enchilada recipe. You know it's mine. I gave it to you 20 years ago. Remember that when we first were friends? And now you're saying it's your enchilada recipe. Well, guess what? It's mine. And you know what? 1982, it was printed in Grit Magazine. What do you say about that? I can prove it. It's mine. That's my enchilada recipe. Okay, so that, I did play that on another episode way early on. And I did write it for this specific show. Some of the things I had written before I started making this show, but I actually made that one in the very beginning. And that is actually inspired by a real situation that happened between two people. I can't go too in depth, in depth with it, but it was about somebody who had a recipe and they gave it to somebody else. And then the other person claimed it was theirs and they, you know, they, it was theirs. And my, you know, the person who it was was like, no, that's my recipe. And I listened to this person talk about how that person took their recipe and oh, I just thought it was so funny. I was like, that's so ridiculous. I'm definitely gonna make that a sketch because that's like, sometimes people tell me things, I'm like, that's a sketch. That's definitely a sketch. So do you guys ever shop at Grocery Outlet? Grocery Outlet, bargain market. I don't know if that's everywhere in the country, but no, anywhere I've lived, there's been a grocery outlet and it's always this, okay, so I walk in this one, this local one that's kind of by me, so I can get some discounts and some bargains, but um, they don't have hand carts. They don't have hand carts. So you have, the, your only choice is to, to take the huge cart. It's not like a regular, they get like big, as big as the carts could be. So you gotta push this big cart around and then like you can't get through aisles hardly. People are running into each other and everyone has the same big cart. 
if you want. So I went in there yesterday and I was like, I'm only gonna get like five things. I don't want that cart. So I, you know, I my arms were so full of all my stuff. I was like, oh, I'm gonna drop all this. But um, it's just kind of funny because they put you in that position and someone's like, oh, all the homeless people took the hand carts. I don't know about that. Come on. What are they gonna do with a hand cart? They're gonna take the shopping cart. It's just an excuse so you buy more stuff. It's gotta be. Although, whoever is like, I'm gonna stop in to the store. I have two things to pick up, three things maybe. Okay, so I'll grab a hand cart. Oh wait, they don't have a hand cart. Okay, I'm gonna be take the cart that they have available. It's huge. I only need three things. But since I have this really big cart, you know what, I think I need like 10 gallons of milk and I need like five crates of eggs. And you know what, I'm just gonna get all the snacks. I'm just gonna, you know what, let's just make this a shopping day. A whole big shopping day. It doesn't work that way. There's no way. Whoever's behind this, that board meeting that they had or the conversations that the two people had, they're like, you know, we're tired of people just spending $30 a grocery outlet. We need them to spend at least 200. So let's like eliminate the handcarts. So we're not down with the people who just need a few things. And the other thing about it, don't go in there thinking you're gonna get what you want. That's the kind of store. It's not a store you go to and be like, I need a, you can't have a list because they might not have it. So if you know what I'm talking about, oh, I'm gonna get some half and half, or I'm gonna go get some, I like almond milk, you know. Oh, don't have that, they don't have that. Oh, let's see if they have this other thing. They don't have that. Okay, well, then you go into that situation. You're like, well, I need to compromise, so I gotta get something. So you end up buying stuff you may not even want. That's just my rant. I've been thinking about trends and extreme trends and these things that people do that become religious-like and cult-like. And the first I'm thinking about is minimalism. Minimalism in itself isn't necessarily bad. I like everything in moderation. Everything. This is like should be the mod, like everything in moderation. Unless you're vegan or vegetarian, you're gonna wanna not eat meat. Okay, that's fine. Or dairy. I get it. But any of those like keto diets or like paleo or uh, let's see, minimalism, These I bet all these things are connected because you probably have these minimalistic keto gluten-free eaters and all this, I get it, people have you know reasons why they can't have gluten. Okay, no, they have to be strict, I get that. But when it comes to like, I'm a minimalist, well, I'm a minimalist, they take, but so this is what they do. And I, I, I've been in these houses, but I never thought about it. They completely just like take everything out of their closets. Everything, everything, anything extra, nothing extra. You gotta throw it all away. That's their whole thing. Yeah, get rid of everything, right? I mean everything. And so if you walk into these kind of houses and they're like pristine. And I just heard about a guy who divorced his wife because she got so cuckoo about her minimalistic house that she got mad at him because he had put his phone on the table and it was messing up her like she was trying to take photos for her like you know to brag on on Instagram or whatever social media you can't live that way you know what I mean like and so I, I was listening to this other woman talk about it and I wasn't listening to it because I wanted to be a minimalist I was listening to it because I wanted to hear them just them talk about this thing 
to like their clothes to everything. It becomes like a cult. It becomes like a thing. Like, oh, I can't buy that thing because I'm a minimalist. And anything you, anytime you put an I am in front of something, you better be careful what comes after that. Okay. You can enjoy minimalism, but it's it's a whole. But when it comes to that cult kind of thing, it's just so. I think it's gonna. It's not gonna last. Tore a marriage up. Who knows what else is it's doing? You know what I enjoy? I love enjoying my life, my house. I don't like it to get too dirty. But you know what? If there's a day I don't feel like doing my laundry, I don't feel like picking up the clothes on the floor. Every once in a while. They didn't quite make it in the laundry basket. It's fine. I don't freak out. I don't feel like doing those dishes that one day. It's okay. It's just like you don't want to be a pig. But there's something about living your life and being honest with where you're at in your life and not have to do a thing. It's like with keto. I love keto. I am a keto type of person. However, the ketoist, the true authentic ketoist would say, I think I just made that word up. The ketoist. You're, you know what they say to me? You're not a ketoist. You're not pure because you eat apples. Get those apples out of my keto diet. Those, I'm sorry, it's a freaking apple. You know, a banana. A banana has more sugar in it. It's a banana, you'll be fine. What else? It's like, it's insane. I was looking at some recipes like, Okay, uh, the keto, you can't make keto apple pie. You can have all the, the keto flowers, you can have the keto sweeteners, but you can't put those apples in there so you gotta substitute them with zucchini. Okay, that's crazy. Are you telling me you can't eat a freaking extra carb ever? There is the carnivore diet. They don't eat anything but meat, nothing except for dairy, it can have a little dairy and meat. Like they're, they've got meat upon meat with some eggs and that's all they eat. That's all they eat for their whole life. I can't do stuff like that. I'm very close to that, but I always wanna add, I wanna you know, everything in moderation. You know what, if I wanna go eat some In-N-Out, I'll go eat an In-N-Out burger. If I wanna go, you know what I mean? I just don't do it all the time. If I, I love cinnamon rolls, want a cinnamon roll, eat a cinnamon roll but it doesn't mean that you have to be crazy. And it's like, that's what happens. Like, why do people, I was looking at the minimalistic thing. The middle, there was like some lady talking about 10 things you don't want to have in 2023, 10 things you want to throw away in 2023. And there was like 417,000 views. You're telling me 417,000 people needed you to tell them what they should and shouldn't have in 2023. There are people literally taking their notepads out to the cave. No perfume, no nail polish, no new nail polish. No, um, no extra shoes. Okay, don't get me socks. Okay, I can like mend the socks I have. You know what I mean? Like, no, none of this. Like, you know what? You, you just, zero, 20, 10 things that you can't have in 2023. Number one, fun. Number two, fun. Three, fun. Four, fun. Those people, don't, they don't know what fun is. They don't even like to have fun. The one thing that you may understand about me during this podcast situation, I love having fun. Keep it lighthearted. I'm a lighthearted person. I'm not always perfect, but it's just keeping it lighthearted. 
Okay, let's listen to another thing I made. Stay tuned for The Adventures of Clock Taco, starring Charlie Butters. Oh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Why? Why did you tell Papa? Why did you tell Papa that I couldn't come back? Oh, Johnny. Is it because of my rash? Oh, Johnny. This is a burden. A burden I cannot bear. Oh, Johnny. Please. It really wasn't anything but a minor situation. Oh, Johnny. Oh, please tell Papa that it's cleared up. Johnny. Johnny. Tune in for more adventures of Johnny and Pinay. What's going to happen next week? Is Johnny going to forgive her? Is Papa going to let her back in? Only you will know if you tune in at 7 p.m. Eastern Pacific Standard Time on Channel 5. So that's my Oh Johnny skit. And it's something I've been doing for a while. It's this girl, her name is Penay, And then she's always like, Papa! Oh, Papa! Don't, don't dare go out into this 80 degree weather and walk across the yard to grab the hose to water the flowers. Papa, it's just too dangerous. Anyway, she, I just think it's silly. The, the, this, the, mama, papa, oh, papa. She's like one of those, you know, I don't know what, what era that is. It's like, a, I would say something that I would see in the 1800s, you know, 1700s, I don't my 1800s. Um, some lady who's wearing, you know, they live in their little house. And, you know, people used to live in their houses and not have their cell phones to look at. People used to live in their houses with their family and have, I guess all they had were books. But then there were some people that were like, oh, gosh, you know, Panay, all she sits around, all she does, she sits around and reads her books. Like, books were considered probably like TV what did they do? Do they literally just sit there? Do they go right? Maybe they made things. I guess that's why they whittle. But can you believe that there was a point in history where people would come home and they wouldn't even have lights to flick on? They couldn't like take the light switch and like flicker it on, like flick it on. Turn on the lights. Turn on the lights. And and, and they would sit there and then they'd have to have their 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 light by fire. A little lantern and then they would sit there and then they would just stare at each other what would they do okay maybe mama would be doing the dishes and making the you know mending the socks of the little kids I don't know but then like like what would they do you know like we we can't even wrap our heads around that because we're like oh I gotta look at my iPad oh what's on TV okay what am I gonna do okay now what's on you know oh, I gotta check my Instagram feed oh I gotta do this like what did they do before their Instagram feed can you believe in 1870 they didn't have an Instagram why or a TikTok what were they doing they must have been so bored okay so that sketch is inspired by that silliness that I would do and um my papa but the funny thing is about it is she's talking is it because of my rash and it's funny because right now i have this like i do i have a rash a little rash that's going away but it's like um it's like it's in the like on my shoulder it's in this a weird place and it's like itches but it barely feels like one and i just been kind of ignoring it because i'm like i don't know what i did but i used to get these rashes well i used to get poison oak when i lived up in oregon in the woods and there was a cat to 
Tubi, Tubi the cat. And she'd like go, you know, this is the thing, they go roll around in it. Then they're, they're so cute and you're like, oh, aren't you cute? And you like pick them up, you know, and they're in the house. You don't really know where they've been. Oh, Tubi, so cute. And they take their little claws and sometimes they claw into you. And there's like the oils on their fur and then sometimes it's on their nails. Like one time it was on her nails. I got the worst poison oak. It was, it's really, it's so itchy. And it'll be like on my leg, you know, like my, maybe my, my, my outer thigh near my knee, like places like that or like on my arm, like my forearm. I used to get, you know, wherever you mainly on my arms probably because I'd like pick her up. So anyway, that's my rash story. And I'm sure that's really attractive. But, um, you know, anyway, let's see. What else do I want to tell you? We'll, 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 we'll figure that out. I was talking to someone yesterday. Uh, she was mentioning that she did some kind of podcasting. It's like, oh, you podcast? Hey, I have a podcast. You know what she says to me? Oh, everyone wants to be a podcaster. Okay, what? <laughs> just want to say that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, maybe they do, but that's not what I'm telling you. So you're saying that anyone who's a podcaster, oh, you're a cliche. Um, yeah. I, I, so if someone opens a bakery, everyone wants to open a bakery. You know, I want to be a doctor. Everyone wants to be a doctor. Uh, you, you know, like anything you do, everyone wants to do that. You know what? And I'm going to say that because she's not going to listen to this podcast. She just shot it down. Just shot it down. Knows nothing about it. Please. <laughs> And while I'm on my rant, this is so stupid. Okay, I don't even know how people can market their stuff and not, and be able to sleep at night. Okay, so there are these, I'm really into protein bar, not really, 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 I'm so into protein bars. Like, I'm like the biggest fan of protein bars. No, I, I occasionally will eat protein bars. You know, if I'm hungry, I just need a snack, I'll go to the store, look for the protein bar section. And there is one called RX Bar. And on the packaging, it specifically has four ingredients in the that this bar is supposed to have. Anyway, it says two egg whites, one date, maybe it's like two almonds, no BS. Like whatever the contents. So it always tells you that. Well, I have eaten those, they're fine. And then we think, oh yeah, you know exactly what's in this bar, you know. Because it says right there, it says no BS. So I was at the grocery store the other day and I saw, oh look, that same company makes protein granola. Ooh, that's right up my alley. I love, I love to eat a lot of protein. I like a lot of, uh, you know, I love the cereal. So it's this great combination. So I pick it up, I take it home, I bust it open and I pour myself a bowl of this delicious protein granola and I'm enjoying it. I'm looking at the package and the package says four teaspoons oats, two egg whites, 14 almonds, no BS. Okay, that's on the cover. That's what they're saying, that this is what is in this bag. Well, when I started thinking about it, I was like, you know, one date in this entire bag. Dates are sweet, but this is way sweeter than one date in all this bag. So I flipped it over, looked at the ingredient list, and they added 11 extra ingredients. Yet, on the front of the package, it lists four with a no BS as the fifth ingredient. Apparently, that means something else. How do they do that? You know what? What they're trying to do is they're trying to copy, because we know the brand and I knew this brand, but you gotta kinda change it up because you've now deceived a lot of people. 
And you're gonna, you could look like a total jerk. Like, golly. Fuel your body. Fill your body with RX Bar Protein Granola made with simple ingredients and no BS. Light, crunchy clusters baked with egg whites, nuts, and whole grains for protein and, yeah, for protein and sweetened with dates and coconut sugar. Okay, so they say that all the ingredients you want, nothing you don't. Uh, actually, there is canola oil on here. Not everyone's into that. And um, you still marketed it in the front. But if you flip it over, you'll finally see, oh wait, they do add coconut sugar. So why don't you put it all on the front of your stupid granola package so everyone knows what they're getting. RX bar. Anyway, I hate that. I hate this like deceiving packaging, but it's everywhere, right? We're just one big, it's one big deception. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to let you go. Thanks for listening. And there will be another one of these. There will be another. I'm making. already made it. It's coming up. Coming up. And I'm going to work on my next episode. Okay. Right, bye.